I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. One thing we have to keep in mind is that, and we talked about it on the show, but at the same time, it comes from two different points. Then all of a sudden, you want to say, oh, what you best buddy for me? I don't know if I can speak for everybody else. This is that is sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide dead in sports. I'm your host, Kenneth Binge. Joining me on the show, we have Shelton J. What's happening, man? What's, what, what's going on with you? Uh, nothing much going on with me, but a lot going on with James Harden. <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, and uh, Manny uh, just sent me a text, so he's about to jump on. Uh, so he'll be joining us any second now. Um, so it'll be a bit of a skeleton crew tonight. As you guys know, we're doing a full... NBA show tomorrow with the full crew, and we'll definitely get into all of this um, a little bit more in depth tomorrow when we have um, FIFO, Nick, B on to discuss the blockbuster, I guess that's what we want to call it, blockbuster trade that took place um, tonight. But um, this was such a huge trade and something that's been... um, bubbling up for quite a while and it just kind of finally reached a breaking point last night when James Harden quit basically on his team that um that they basically got rid of him you know they told him not to come uh, so a lot happened so let me just kind of go through uh what we have so far so um last night after the game James Harden basically said he criticized the team he said they're not good enough so here's, um, if you haven't heard it, here are his words. We are just not good enough. Chemistry, talent-wise, just everything. They are are a veteran team, a championship team, and one of the best teams that we have in this league. I love this, this city. I've literally done everything I can. The situation is crazy. It's something that I don't think it can be fit, so thanks. After he said all of that, the Rockets basically told him not to come to work, and they started working on a trade. And then um, some other guys started to let their feelings be known. John Wall said that we're only nine games into the season. So come on. And Derek DeMarcus Cousins, you all know he's not going to hold his mouth, uh, said that, you know, James, James Harden's comments were disrespectful. So there's that backstory. Now let's get into the deal. So James Harden was traded to the Nets. And in addition to that, they get a second-round pick. The Rockets get Victor Oladipo, Dante Etzum, Rodium's Kurox, if I said it correctly, and four first-round picks and four pick swaps. I believe the first four-round picks, first-round picks are unprotected. The Cavs were involved. The Pacers were involved. So the Cavs got Jared Allen, Tarion Prince, and the Pacers got Karis LeVert and the second-round pick. So – that was a lot. 
most of you guys watching may have already known all of this anyway, but I still wanted to go into um, the details of that. So I'm going to just turn it over to the panel. Um, Shelton, man, like, uh, what's your reaction? What was your reaction when you saw the news? I was shocked, but not shocked. I was shocked by how much they got from the Hall form, but I guess that's the standard rate when judging from trades going for from from past recently. Because who who's the last two trades to go like this where they got real big deals like this? Um, um, okay, I think see, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Yeah, was Anthony the, Davis. The latest one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was one. Who did OKC? OKC got a nice little haul for Paul George too, didn't they? Yes, they did. They did. Yeah. So that that was like four, I think four first rounders or something crazy like that too. I'm I'm not shocked to see him go because the, the writing was on the wall. This man's been asking to get get rid. He's been a cancer for a while. Um now that we see John Wall is is can still play and is returning to form, I think it's a win for Houston. Mm-hmm. Um I think that you you uh secured your future a little bit better. You didn't walk away empty-handed from it. And your chemistry can't do anything but improve at this point. And Oladipo is a really nice piece to go next to John Wall if he's healthy. You know what I'm saying? So you you, you lose something from losing to James Harden, but you don't lose that much because the team was, what, three and six or something like that? Yeah. So I mean, We can verify, but they weren't good. Right. So if nothing else, you you've gained a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Going forward. So I I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him at all. I'm a little shocked on the on the Brooklyn side, but not shocked. I'm just saying I'm relieved because as a Philadelphia Sixers fan, I was hoping that they wouldn't bite the bullet and give up everything and mortgage mortgage the future to bring in James Harden. So I'm kind of relieved that Philly didn't do it. But on the net side, I'm kind of I'm not shocked, but I am kind of shocked that they would give up so much. Um they had a nice little rotation, man, and, and losing Spencer Denwood, it did hurt this year. But even beyond that, you still had two top-tier talents, even though the Kyrie thing, that's going to be the kicker anyway because we don't know what Kyrie's going to do at this point. So, you know, going forward, we just got to see what's going to happen and how this is going to play out. But I don't know how – I don't know how this is going to work, man. I just I just don't know. It's not enough basketball. So we just Manny? have to see. Yeah, Manny? You're on mute, How about now? You hear me? <clears throat> uh, I mean, kind of similar to everybody's reaction, I guess. It was, I mean, not shocked because obviously this has been in the works for, you know, weeks now. But it just finally, it just finally like came to fruition. It finally happened. They, they finally pulled the trigger. I guess James Harden did enough to finally get himself fired or or traded or kicked out of Houston, whatever, you know, adjective you want to use. Um, and I'm sure we'll get to like what we think going forward, man. But I just think, I, I think the biggest thing for me is like Shelton said, the return that Houston got, I, I thought, wow, that was actually a pretty decent return. I mean, I don't, Houston's playing for another day. I don't think they're playing for a championship now, obviously, but they still got a decent team. They got a decent roster. They got players most importantly. And then the hall picks that they got, we'll see what that happens. We'll, we'll see what that becomes down the line. Um, but the biggest thing for me is the Nets going all in on dysfunction. Like they are hmm. all in on dysfunction. Yeah, we always talk about good. teams. 
I mean, we we always talk about NBA teams and you and just teams in general in every sport, right? You got to be all in. Either you're all in or you're all out. The Nets are all in in dysfunction, but they all in. So I give them credit. Um, and even Cle- Cleveland and um, and Indiana. uh, Indianapolis to me and Indiana, um, you know, they came away with some pieces too. I mean, Jared Allen to Cleveland, that's a good piece. Um, it's kind of a redundant piece. I mean, basically a younger a younger Drummond. So, I, you know, maybe that's a piece for the future. Maybe Drummond's out of there, or maybe they could flip Drummond for some, something else at the trade deadline. And then um, I really like Karis LeVert going to India. Like, I, I, I think that's a quiet, underrated move. Um, that's a good building block. Oladipo, for whatever reason, just wasn't, wasn't going to stay there long term. And honestly, like, to me, Karis LeVert is uh, – he's probably not as good as Victor Oladipo is right now, and that's even debatable. But I, I would argue he's – he has the he has the opportunity to be just as good, if not better, than Victor Oladipo in a year or two. So to me, you at 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 most you you could argue you got better in that position. So it's a good move for Indy, man. It's it's Indy's one of those franchises they just got to shoot for the fences and and throw some things against the wall and see what sticks. You know, what I mean, you're not you're not having free agents line up to go to Indianapolis, right? So they got to try something. So I, I I even think Indiana came away looking pretty good. Um, if I had to rank a winner. I think Houston won the trade. I think Houston wins by default because they got rid of a cancer. They got addition by subtraction, in my opinion. Um, so I would just I would just give it to to Houston. Yeah, I mean Victor Oladipo and and Karis Levert, they're essentially the same player. You know, if if I had to look at them, um, you know, but um, but yeah, I, I would mean, say Levert. I would say Levert has more upside because he's bigger, he's stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, he's younger. He's younger. Yeah, younger. Healthier. He's still coming into his own. Yeah, I mean, so Levert. I would argue Levert has even way more upside than Oladipo. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think once they sent James Harden home, once um, he basically called out the team. Uh, it you know, I mean, as everybody knew, uh, a lot of people in chat, this was inevitable. Um, it happened a lot quicker than I thought. And, you know, some, some sports pundits were saying that um, Harden had all the leverage and because of his actions, it depressed, you know, his value. And we learned that not to be true. When re- so, you know, I think that when you look at Cleveland and, and Indy, um, my guess is that's a favor, you know, for somebody else to kind of jump in here to kind of make the deal work. Um, and maybe they were looking to, to add a piece here or there because we knew Victor Oladipo wasn't happy in Indy anyway and wasn't planning on staying. But when you look at the Rockets, when you look at the things that we heard about him halfway playing, the team not liking some of the things he's doing, which DeMarcus Cousin has expressed, um, you know, they had to get rid of him. And I, my concern are the four picks. Um and I think it's a pick every 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 year moving forward. I don't have all of those details. I can try to find out, but we know the we know this year and next year the picks may not be that good. But I also saw that um, that three of these players, Harden, Katie, and and Irvin, have player options or their contracts expire, so they can bounce, and the next can be trash again. And those two first round picks could end up being very valuable. It reminds me of Paul Pierce, Garnett, et cetera, et cetera, that happened back in the day. But for now, the immediate future, it seems like if they can come together, the Nets could be a potential problem. 
So um, how do you guys see this thing playing out given Kyrie's situation now? I, I, honestly, bro, like I just – what are the Nets right now? Like, I, I mean, I don't know what they are. I mean, I don't know anybody. I, I was on a podcast earlier. Shout out to my man Jarvis in, in the gray area. Check that out. That's dropping soon. But um, I was on a podcast and I said the same thing. I'm like, do we know what the what the, what the the Nets are right now? Like, are you willing to go bet your life fortune in Vegas that you know what the, what, what the Nets are? Like, we don't even know if Kyrie's playing. Is he playing today? Is he playing tomorrow? Is he playing in a week? Is he retired? I, like, I don't know. James Harden is out here looking like he cosplaying Mark Henry. WWE fame, like what, like what is this team? KD is still kind of working himself back in. I mean, we all know he's still great, but you know, even KD still working himself back into. You know, he's not even playing back to backs right now. So, like, what are the Nets? And they've significantly weakened their depth. Like, the, one of the underrated aspects of the Nets were the depth, right? Like Spencer Dinwiddie gets hurt, Karis Avert is now gone. You know, you've traded away Jared Allen. Like now, their depth is severely compromised. Like, what's their bench look like? Like this, you know. Twitter and the NBA sphere just just blows up because obviously they get attracted to the names, right? The sexy names. Oh my God, Harden's in Brooklyn. But like that team is, yes, they've got Harden, and if everything breaks right, of course they have the talent to perform and and peak at a high level. But I just don't know what that what that team is right now. Like, does Kyrie want to play basketball? What is James Harden like? What is James Harden right now? James Harden is overweight and unhappy and disgruntled. Like. That's a bad recipe going to a team full of volatile personalities. Like, Ooh. I don't know, man. I, I just, I mean, maybe you and Shelton feel better than I do about it, but I don't know. I'm not willing to go to Vegas and bet on it. I, I don't, I don't feel good about it either. I, I, and, and I'm not saying it won't work out because when you got talent like that, you got top five talent, top ten talent in all three of those players. Now, if it comes together and works, I wouldn't be surprised. It, it could. Um, like we said, we just don't know. Kyrie's the unknown. We don't know what his mindset is right now. You got three volatile uh, head case personalities in one bubble. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's it's just hard to say. It, it, it could either mix like a perfect soup or it could blow up. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's just the 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 unknown. Um, and you add into the fact you got a rookie coach that's never even coached basketball before. And what do you get? You know what I'm saying? So we really we really don't know. And time will tell when Kyrie gets back, then we can kind of see what we're working with a little bit better. Um, but there, there's no telling with this team. They're winning tonight, though, but that doesn't say much. You know, they're playing the, the Knicks. But I, I just don't know, man. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what this is. But mm. I, back to what. But back to your point earlier, I do agree with you about the, the Pacers, though. The Pacers made out like like some big dogs because the Vert, to me, is an, is an upgrade from Oladipo. Because he is younger, he's more, he's more, um, I guess he's more colorful in a sense. And that's something that that team needs. You know, you got Malcolm Brogdon, who's kind of laid back, but he's coming into his own. You got uh, Sabonis, who's who's kind of laid back. That You needed somebody with some fire. And it, it, that's the guy to, to kind of stir the pot for that team. But as far as Brooklyn goes, I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be a great movie. And, and before Ken says something, like the NBA – Sometimes I, I don't pay attention too much to picks because it's not like the NFL where you're getting value in the with the thirtieth pick in the draft. I mean, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. The, the, the NBA draft is not as deep year per year as say an NFL draft is. So sometimes the picks sometimes get a little too much hype. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, it's it's hard to assess what the Rockets got back. Like, we'll we'll assess. We'll know what the Rockets got back in 2025, 2026. That's when we'll really know um, who ultimately won the trade. I mean, I feel like if the Nets win the championship, then it was it was a it was a healthy gamble. If they implode and the Rockets, you know, I don't know, but one of those damn picks ends up with the next LeBron or something, I don't know. Like, then they clearly clearly made out like thieves in the night. Yeah. Well, here are the picks that the Rockets uh, get, so I, I found the details on that. So, um, as I mentioned, they were unprotected, but I got the year, the years. So, it's 2022, 2024, and 2026 26. because they can't trade picks back-to-back, mm-hmm. um, uh, first-round picks in back-to-back years. And then in the deal, the pick swaps are in 2021, 23, 25, and 27. And then Cleveland's 2022 first-round pick, uh, they get uh, via the Milwaukee Bucks. So they got a lot. Um, I think it's a it's a great, great situation for Houston to be in, um, to rebuild. Is that, Cle- is that Cleveland pick? Is that Cleveland pick a uh, lottery protected? Uh, it does not say, actually. Um, hmm. Yeah, it doesn't say. Um, I don't I'm think sure so, though. We'll have that information about tomorrow. But, um, but yeah, uh, Shelton, as you mentioned earlier, the Paul George trade, uh, set the standard. And, you know, that's why the Rockets, um, you know, got the haul that they got. And I guess they uh, ultimately ended up selling them for picks instead of players. Because, you know, everything being reported was that they were asking for a lot, uh, sometimes too much. But um, but either way, when I look at, you know, Indiana, I, I do like Karis LeVert a lot. I'm sure he'll be happy, you know, as a pacer now. Uh, we know Oladipo would definitely be be happy. Jared Allen and Terry on Prince probably, you know, I mean, they're just pieces, right? Um, mm-hmm. Dante Essam can't stay healthy. Uh, the guy Curex, I don't think he was getting a lot of time. I really got to find out how to say his name. Um, but who? No, I said he wasn't. Yeah, but he's shown, you know, some ability when I've seen him play. Uh, he was just really, really inconsistent. But, um, you know, when it comes to the Nets, uh, I got to watch them play. They, um, all three are ball dominant. This is not like the Warriors where everybody had a different type of skill set where it worked. Um, and we don't know what's going on with Kyrie. I suspect pure speculation, pure instant reaction in, in real time to what's going on. I think that they will trade Kyrie Irving. I think that he is in danger of losing his job or getting shipped out of Brooklyn. The the thing with that, Ken, is the thing with that is, and I feel you and I hear you, and that's an interesting take. um, Who's touching Kyrie right now? I mean, that is a volatile situation. I know it's easy to say that. Who's touching Mm -hmm. James Harden? And we just saw a team give up, you know, every damn thing for him. Mm. But but even but even but even James Harden like this this Kyrie this Kyrie situation is so crazy because it's like you just don't know. Like you just don't know what Okay, yeah. let's say the let, Okay, let's for the sake of this discussion, let's say the Lakers trade for him. Hey, what are you giving up for him with his value being what it is right now? And do you even know if he's going to play for you? Right. Like, what is, like I don't know, I make this trade and then 2 days later he goes MIA again. Like I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. If you a GM, that's a huge risk to take, man. It is, and I I think it is, and and you're right. And I think what he's doing, 
is really, really hurting his career. Um, I think Stephen A. Smith reported that nobody, to your point, man, he wanted want to even touch him. And they were saying that if he keeps this up, nobody he's, he's going to be in danger of being pretty much out of the league. And they have ways of voiding the contracts. And uh, the other thing that I saw was that he and KD aren't really on the best of terms right now. So that situation. So I, I think just kind of hearing that report before the trade almost sort of explains the trade a little bit for me because it gives the Nets a little bit more flexibility and options on what to do with Kyrie now, because, you know, uh, Stephen A. Smith has also said that the only reason he's in Brooklyn is because of KD. So mm-hmm. they didn't even want Kyrie. So he's an un- unwanted asset that they acquired to please this other guy. Harden wanted to play with Durant, and I think Durant and 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 Harden are still boys. So if he got another guy that wants to be there, that want to play with him, that's a little bit more um, invested in the game, then you know that makes Kyrie expendable. So. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Well, who who do you think they if, kid? If you think they traded him, who would they trade him for, and where would you think? Um, I'm not really good at that. Um, I think it. I, I don't know, man. I, it would have I, to be a salary know. dump. It would honestly yeah. have to be a salary dump. Like they would literally just have to take back somebody's just terrible contract. I, it would be, it would be a West. It would be almost a Russell Westbrook trade. Where you're just literally trading your headache for my headache. And, may, and maybe maybe they sent him to Washington because, and I'm just playing into the Twitter sphere for a second because they were kind of saying, oh, we need to get Westbrook back on the squad to reunite uh, the old Thunder, which was fun. Um, just seeing them talk about that. But that's highly unlikely to happen. Um, yeah. But that would be fun to see that happen. But, um, but, you know, and I see people in the chat saying he's coming back. Yeah, he's going to come back. We know eventually he's going to come back, but will he stay? And will he stay in a frame of mind to where basketball is just so focused? And um, and I'm not judging Kyrie or his actions at all. I'm just going by what the activity of, of what we're seeing, um, you know, out there. And, you know, he's, he's a public figure and he's going to be scrutinizing judge. So uh, he's entitled to do whatever he wants. And, but, you know, we got to judge him on what he's doing as well. So um, and that's on him. Can we, can we talk about that? Can we talk about that? Like this idea that you're not supposed to judge this dude because of what he's doing. Like what? Like where did this come from? Like this dude is an employee of the New Jersey or New Jersey, Brooklyn Nets and literally has gone AWOL. Like literally yeah. he's just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not coming into work. Didn't yeah. call, no call, no show. He didn't talk to his coach. He didn't talk to KD from what, from it. I believe what you want to believe. I know they're just sources and rumors, whatever, but let's just take that on face value. He hasn't talked to his coach. He hasn't talked to his his other supposed best friend on the team, Star. The reason why he's there, he hasn't talked to the owner, hasn't talked to the GM. His agent hasn't even put out anything. Like this dude literally just decided one day, hey, I, ain't, I ain't showing up. Like what? Like, and we're not supposed to criticize it. Like we're, we're supposed to give him a pass because he donated a bunch of money to the WNBA. Like two things can be correct, right? Like yes, you could do a lot of great things, and Kyrie credit to him he's doing a lot of great things he's putting with his mouth money with his mouth is and he's doing a lot of things to make our people better and 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 getting involved in causes that help our people get better you could say that and in the same vein say damn bro you 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 fucking up you handle this situation poorly why is that wrong why is it why why can't you why can't two things independently be okay 
Yeah, correct I, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't think it's wrong. You know, I, I, um, I just had to say, I had to get yeah. that on my chest because I kept reading it all day. Like, oh, well, y'all just criticizing Kyrie on the negative. Motherfucker, this this isn't one game that he missed randomly. Like this, right. this missed how many games? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's and, Kyrie. He's doing this shit, not us. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. so we're supposed to shut up because to make him look okay, I guess. Like, what is what, like? I just don't understand people, man. Like, I really don't. Yeah, I, I I really would like to know what's going through his head at this point. I, I would love to know what he's thinking and what the cause of it is. Like, what is he upset about? What is he not feeling right now? Also, I want to know what, what Katie is thinking about. I'm sure they talked he, to him before making this trade, but he, I like he's letting he He's letting other people tell his story. Like, that's the problem. Kyrie is not saying anything. So you mm-hmm. are letting the media dictate the narrative. Right. And then my biggest problem is, is that then he's the one to come back and say, well, y'all said this about me and y'all painted me in this light and I would never. So you can't get mad at the narrative that other people painted when you didn't say anything. So you helped create the narrative by going ghost and not saying anything to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it just, it's just, it's mind boggling to me. But as bad as Kyrie is, man, the, the James Harden thing is a disgrace. Like, let's be fair. Let's, let's, let's call it like we see it, yo. This what this dude did. Like, I honestly feel like in a way he's getting a pass. We'll be back after this quick break. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week you're here is in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Like, yeah, is. how is anybody, like, bro, like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, and I know in, on the show we try to be pro-brother, but how, like, how can you, you can, like, I don't care how, how pro-brother, I mean, you can have a fucking Black Panther flag in your house, like, Bro, you can't excuse this. Like, you can't. Like, this man literally just threw his entire franchise under the bus. Was like, yo, I don't want to play with y'all no more. Like, y'all, y'all are bums. Like, all, all, all but said it in a press conference. Like, come on, man, you can't excuse that. And then this is a guy that I'm gonna try to build my franchise around now. If I'm Brooklyn, man, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, I, yeah, he 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 did get a pass for you know his antics. 
Uh, they just basically were, were reporting on it, but very few people ripped him for it the way that have ripped other athletes in the past. And um, I don't know if James Harden built up some, time, some type of equity with the media or something like that, but this guy was literally out partying while his teammates were playing. He was You know what I think out. it is? Mm-hmm. I think that people don't have respect for, for Kit James Harden. I think people – I feel like the media kind of feels like he is a clown and he's always been a clown. So I think that this is just like on brand with James Harden. Like that's what I feel it is. Like I feel like, oh, well, he's a clown. What did you expect? Like, oh, we all kind of knew he was a clown. So that's why I think he's maybe getting a pass. Like, I don't understand it, bro, because I think Kyrie's getting more heat. Yeah. And but Kyrie and, has and, done more than yeah, James true. Harden. Right. James and Harden granted, doesn't have a history of this. And and all yep, that's true. Plus, he's also you can't excuse the fact that Kyrie's in New York, in the New York market. You know, Houston's not the same. They, they're they worried about Deshaun Watson. They ain't worried about James Harden right now. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think that also applies here. But, yo, I, the, the fact that this dude is literally getting a pass. Like, we talk about, like, I watched SportsCenter, like, a couple of weeks ago. Like, yeah, James Harden didn't show up for practice. And he was out rapping with, with rappers, the baby. And, yeah, now it's on to tennis. Like, what? Like, like so they just, like, just going to breeze through that? Like, nothing? Like, yeah, that's crazy to me, man. You think he's getting a pass, Shelton? Oh, go yeah. ahead. I, I was going to say he does, but that seems to be the new wave. It seems to be the, like, I look back to when um, Jimmy Butler left Minnesota. You know, he kind of screamed his head off about getting me out of here and starting fights with teammates and, you know, just just doing things to be a distraction to get gone. I guess that's the new way of forcing your way out of town. You know, just let, let me do whatever I want to do just so they can see I'm going to do it so they can say, we got to get this guy out of here. And, it worked. I mean, yeah. What more can you say? I I I think that that was more ploy and plotting than anything else. It wasn't really like nothing more, yeah, nothing but, less. Let, but let me but get that out still got to make you. That still got to make you sick. Like yo, and and this is where I call out our people, bro. Like imagine if that's let's the switch sports. Imagine if that's Aaron Rodgers, or that's you know Drew Brees, or Tom Brady, or Josh Allen, or you know, whatever, right? Like, then we'd be like, oh, white athletes get the privilege, and that's messed up. Like, we got to keep it 100, man. What these what these cats are doing, that's not okay, man. Like, you can't, like, and I'm all for player empowerment. I'm all for cats getting their, you know, having leverage, because for we all know for 100 years, owners can cut you, they can spit you, swallow you, do whatever, and not give a damn. So I like that the, the, the pendulum has swung a little bit. But I, you can't even defend this. I don't care how pro player you are, man. You can't defend I, this. Like, you can't. I don't think that this is a black and white thing, though, man. I don't see. I don't see it that way. I just no. Like- I, I, I'm, I'm just using it as an example. I'm just. I just want the consistency. Like I feel like we should be angry across the board. I don't think it should just be like, oh, we give. And I feel like some of us sometimes we tend to give because again, we want to be pro brother and we all want to be pro brother. But sometimes, like, yo, we just gotta call like we see it, bro. Like I know people on on social media again with the Cole Kyrie thing, giving him a pass. Like, yo, bro, you can't defend it. You can't defend. I don't care how much you love. and I love Kyrie. But I'm trying He's to think of a white. I'm trying to think of a white player in. Well, I'm only comparing the two sports. Like, I mean, I'm only taking from basketball and football. I don't know of a white player who who's done this, who's taken criticism. I don't. I don't. I don't know it. either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just expressing myself. Like, I'm just saying. Like, what if it did happen? Like, I, it just. It would be. I think it would be a bigger story. I think it hurts the league, man. I think it hurts the the perception of the league. People already have this perception of the league, like. Players have too much power and it's become a joke and blah, 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 blah. So I think this only plays into that. 
Like, I think it only just, and you know, hypes up that, that narrative, whether we like it or not, it only adds to it by the fact that, you know, James Harden, like, think about it. James Harden literally just like, he, he made what Jimmy Butler did look like, like nothing. Like Jimmy Butler was a model citizen by comparison. And like, I think that's the problem. When you look at Jimmy, you look at James, and I think they're setting a dangerous precedent. And I think the, the owners um, are capitulating to them, unfortunately, because they ultimately have to. But then there is a way to go about doing it. It worked for Anthony Davis. He did it with class. You know, and he managed to get out. Um, and he still showed up to work every day and gave it his all. But he told him that he wanted the lead. So there's a way to go about doing it. And unfortunately, James Harden picked uh, um, Jimmy Butler's way. Um, but I mean, in terms of a star white athlete, um, you know, doing this, I mean, we've seen quarterbacks or white people say, I don't want to play for the organization of obviously Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they've done it in their own way. And um, and I, that was so far long ago. I can't remember you know, how that went down. But, um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't like the way they're going about doing this. I think it's um, dangerous. I think it will threaten the owners and they will find a way to shut all this down. And, and that's the And the problem. other thing, and the other thing, Ken, like that's just Kyrie and James Harden and Jimmy Butler, like, you know, super great players. <laughs> arguably great players, but you know, these, this isn't LeBron. This isn't Kobe. This isn't, you know, Steph Kurt, like superstars, pillars, guys that are like pillars of the league. Like imagine if Steph Curry decided to do this or, mm-hmm. or LeBron, like, I don't get like, Hey, I've been critical of LeBron over the years, but like LeBron handled it like a damn statesman when he was leaving places compared to what these dudes have doing. Like these dudes just don't give a fuck. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Like, like it's just my boggling to be like this man literally just did everything. Like if you could write a book on how to get your way and sabotage your way out of a town, James Harden is 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 Edgar Allan Poe. Like he's literally written the template and the book on it. But to be honest, man, I I, I gotta say it's, it's it was genius if it works because mm. he did he he got what I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you why he got exactly yeah. what he wanted and. He doesn't. He doesn't have that much dirt on him from it. I mean, yeah, it looks bad to some people, but for the most part, he left with his 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 name intact. And let, like I said, unless it blows up completely, now if he goes in, it works. Ain't nobody gonna be thinking about how he got out of there. They just gonna look at the fact that he did. They're, like nobody looked at Jimmy Butler and saying how he left Minnesota anymore. That, that's not even a thought because it worked out for him when he went to Miami. You see what I'm saying? So if it works out in Brooklyn, which is a big gamble. It, it's going to look fine for James. Nobody's even going to think about it anymore. Also, what saves him as well, Manny, is the fact mm-hmm. that now these guys have everybody, including, you know, most of us as fans, looking at owners like they're just the villains. So it's kind of like they're using that to their advantage. Like, it's the system, man. They're they holding us back. Like, like you look at a lot of these guys, that's that's the kind of mold that they're putting out there, which is it's, it's smart on their part. To use that as their narrative, because you look at every situation, you think the same thing, man. They messing that franchise up. They messing them up. They wasting his career. That that's the same thing that they're playing off, and that's what James Harden is using to get out. That was his scapegoat. And his yeah, his- but I I don't know. I don't know, Sheldon. To me, that that's a little bit of a reach. I get what you're saying. I just to me, nobody is looking at James Harden as a victim here. Like James Harden, that like now we're supposed to shed tears that James Harden has has been wasted in Houston. I would argue he's let Houston down more than Houston's let him down. 
They've given him everything he wanted. They've capitulated to this every want and need. They gave him Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, when he got tired of Dwight Howard, they got rid of They shipped him out of town. They brought in Chris Paul. When they gave him Chris Paul. Then he got tired of Chris Paul. Then they shipped him out of town. Then he brought his best friend. All we heard is best friend. Oh, him and him and Westbrook, they, they were roommates. They love each other, blah, blah, blah. Their moms are friends and yada, 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 yada. And then what happened? One season later, they can't stand each other or they don't want to play again with you. More, more so Westbrook than Hart. Who knows? Whatever. The fact is, it didn't work. They ship him out of town. Like, this idea, this see, this is like you, you got to start. We got to start disseminating and breaking, 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 breaking down this BS. Like this is narratives. These are narratives that these athletes want to create to give them cover. Like, bro, James Harden has James Harden is not a victim here. This isn't KG in Minnesota when that man just literally gave his heart, his blood, sweat, and tears to gave it, gave it all to have Minnesota try to win, and it just wasn't enough for for a lot of reasons. Right? This is Houston. A big market that got players to go there, and James Harden was the problem. I think we can all admit James Harden was the problem. They should have beat the Warriors in 2018. He collapsed along with the rest of them. In 2019, they should have beat the Warriors when KD got hurt. He collapsed. He no-showed. But somehow that's Tillman Fertitta's fault? I'm yeah. failing to see where the, the – and look, I'm not a – and again, I'm not I'm not defending the owners because we all know Tillman Fertitta's a moron and a Trump supporter whatever. But – as much as I can't stand him and whatever he does or whatever he represents, the man still is running a business and he has an employee that basically just sabotaged his way out of town. Like, yeah. I, I can't condone that. Yeah, what what I'll add, need, need to, I mean, yeah, I, it's it's really ridiculous. Uh, what, I, what I'll add, though, to that last part is that this is a business and these business owners will look after their investments and uh, the players are the investment. And Absolutely. Once they start sabotaging that and the Rockets will more than likely end up losing revenue now that Harding is out, their one show is out, you know, they're going to look in the future when it comes to these collective bargaining agreements and try to figure out a way to protect themselves from this in the future. They're not going to say anything now. Yeah, they're not going to say anything now. You're not going to hear anything about it. It's just all this stuff is going to happen in the back door and then it's going to be on there. And then next thing you know, this type of stuff won't work anymore. That's why I'm saying they're playing a very, very dangerous game that they are not prepared to deal with. So I think uh, we need more, you know, uh, minority owners, uh, black people owners and stuff like that. More players, I think, should own franchises because they understand what it's like um, as a player, um, which, you know, that's going to take years to happen. But I'm telling you, if this happens again, these owners, man, they do not play this game. I, th- I think there's going to be a lockout. If it ha- I, th- I think if this continues, I mean, when's the CBA up in the next four or five years or something like that? Because I think they just signed it not too long ago, like a couple Ooh. years ago. Um, so what? I think it's like a seven, seven, eight year deal. I think so. Let's say in 2028, just for the sake of this discussion, like I, I, I really believe if this continues, if this continues to be the pattern, name the next star, Devin Booker, whoever, right? Like they 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 take the same course of action. Like I think these owners are gonna get fed up. Like there there there's come there comes a point where you where you gotta stop and say like, all right now this is getting ridiculous now. Like we can't mm-hmm. we just can't be completely just held hostage by these dudes. And the same way we would be saying it if it was the owners you doing it the other way around with the players. I mean we say it all the time in the NFL, right? Owners have way too much power. They can cut you, release you, do whatever. Like we just gotta be consistent, man. We can't give these players a pass because like this idea that you know we all want to be pro player. Like this idea that you root for owners if if you knock a player, you're an owner's guy. Like I don't care. This is billionaires versus millionaires. Like I'm I'm a I'm a broke nobody in 
the Pacific Northwest. Like, I, what do I care if Tillman Fertitta wins or James Harden wins? I'm just calling it like I see it. And it's just not cool, man. You can't do this. You can't do this. Like, this is just it, like there it comes. Like, if you want to trade, I, I, I have no problem if a guy decides, hey, I don't want to be here anymore. If J- J- the way James Harden should have done it, have a meeting with the coach, have a meeting with the GM, have a meeting with the owner. Hey, man, I've given you all seven years. You know, respectfully, politely, I just want to, I, I think I want to go somewhere else, you know, for personal reasons, you know, spread my wings, you know, whatever, what, whatever excuse, right? I think I can win somewhere else. You know, let's do it amicably. I'll show up to camp. I'll play. I'll do everything I can because I love this city. I love this organization. Why couldn't he do that? Who's to say, who's to say he didn't do all that? Who's to say that? Who's didn't to happen say, yeah, you're right. You are absolutely right. You so, are absolutely right. Who's to say what happened behind closed doors to get us to this point? And I'm not saying, once again, let me let me clarify. I'm not excusing what he did. I, I don't agree either. But at the same time, I'm a person who, as a businessman myself, I know that sometimes you got to take that tactic by any means necessary to get where you're trying to be. Now, looking forward for the next person, they might can't pull that move and get away with it. But he did. And once again, he still can come out of this smelling like roses if he wins. So in a sense, he did it for himself. He wasn't thinking about the next man. He wasn't thinking mm-hmm. about the people before him. He was he was thinking about himself. I want out whatever I got to do to get out. I'm going to do. Now, did he did he do the right thing? No, not necessarily. But it was the right thing for him. And I don't like I said, I don't agree. I don't condone it. But at the same time, I mean, we know owners pull these hardcore tactic moves sometimes too. They do some things that are kind of shady, you know, cutting people and doing things the way they want to do it. So he just used his power and authority that he's earned through his play. That's all he did. And he got what he wanted. Bottom yeah, line, he did. If, it was, if it was that bad, they wouldn't have picked, you know, when nobody traded for him and he just looked like a fool and been out of the league, that ain't happened. So he worked his way to a position where he could force a trade. And that's that's what it boils down to. It doesn't look good. It, it doesn't look good mm-hmm. at all. But at the same time, he got off light. You're you're absolutely right. He did get off light. Yeah, yeah man, well, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. Well, you know, uh, I think the NBA season just got a little bit more interesting with him going to Brooklyn, uh, especially with Kyrie's antics, um, with him showing out the way he is. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. I think. Brooklyn is going to be a highly combustible situation. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I, I like, I, I really want to see Karis Levert unleashed in Indy. I think that's going to be exciting. Yeah, I think sure. he yeah, somewhat been held back there and, um, and see, you know, well, I ain't going to see what they're doing with them guys in Cleveland at all. But, um, <laughs> but nevertheless, man, I, I, I'm just here for the show. I'm just here for the show. And um and, and that's it. All but, in on dysfunction, man. All in on dysfunction. That's hey, how man, I call it. Hey man, it gives us something to talk about, right? So, but um, but anyway, thank I just you guys. Be a fly on the wall, man. Hey, tell before me about hey, before we it. go, yeah, go man, what are your predictions for Brooklyn this year? Um, like playoff predictions? Yeah. How far are they gonna go? Second round. Mm. Same here. Second round. I, I just, again, I, I don't know what that team is right now. I mean, even if Kyrie comes back, it's, you got to believe it's going to take some time to, to incorporate Harden. And the biggest thing, and I know we're going to wrap it up, but just the biggest thing, who's going to make the, like, let's say they all come back tomorrow, right? They all come in, they all are on board to play for the rest of the season. Who takes the sacrifice? Like, who, who changes their game? Who sacrifices? Like, every big three that we've ever seen, maybe, maybe other than maybe the Warriors, because that was such a unique situation. 
every every big team, super team, big three, whatever you want to call it, somebody had to sacrifice. Somebody had to change the way they play. Who's the who's going to be the guy that says, you know what, I don't have to score twenty five points. I can score eighteen, but maybe I'll grab a couple rebounds. I'll 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 be the play initiator. I'll I'll do the dirty work. I'll do the little things. Like who's going to be that guy? Is it going to be Kyrie? I don't know. He's never been the guy to do that. James, I don't know. KD, like, yeah, that's what I'm interested to see. Who's going to be the guy that steps, that takes a step back and says, you know what, for the betterment of the team, I'm going to change my game. I I know it'll work out for James because, uh, you know, he don't like taking those last minute shots. What you got, Shelton? Right. (laughs) He don't want the pressure. James don't want the pressure. Right. I was going to say in the fourth quarter, it's going to be KD's team. First, Second and third would be James Harden. First quarter would be Kyrie. That's how they should break it down, basically. KD going to think it's his team, but Kyrie going to be running around taking the shot like it's his. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And I think it's no coincidence. Like, it's just no coincidence that he's on his way back now after this trade. Um, so, yeah. Right. There's, mm. yeah. So if, if what they're saying is true, so we'll see. Um, but, yeah, man, um, thank you guys. We just wanted to jump on here. Uh, you know, I know, you know, um, if you guys watch yesterday's show, um, Manny, you know, uh, probably will not be able to join us because of, you know, his spending surgery, uh, which he's already revealed publicly. So um, I definitely wanted yep. to get your thoughts on here about this. It was such a big deal. And uh, I was really curious to hear your reaction to it. Um, but check us out tomorrow, man. Uh, we have the full crew here. And, um, you know, a lot more news will be out. So we have a lot more information to go along into what we discuss here. Um, and, of course, you know, we get into more of the gameplay, the styles, how everything is going to work, um, you know, as well on the court uh, and more and more. So we got about four big stories to cover. Uh, Rona, this, um, something else, Kyrie. So it's, it's going to be a hell of a show. So, uh, yeah, tune in tomorrow, 9, 9.15. And uh, thank you guys for showing up tonight. Please subscribe to the show and share it with others. And please we'll share. Catch you guys. Please share. Yep. Please yeah, share. Please. <laughs>